The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Praise the name of Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated. Um, for those attending God to do again service for the first time, you are welcome in Jesus' name. Don't wait for any particular time. The rivers of God is flowing. Just dive in and God will meet with you in Jesus' name. God works with us instantly, silently, and, and completely. So focus on God alone. Focus on who? On God alone. On God alone. We welcome um, God's favorite house joining us from all the locations. God's favorite house at Cape Town. We welcome God's favorite house at Tikeja. Praise the name of the Lord. We welcome God's favorite house in Canada. Praise the name of the Lord. And we welcome all the internet church in Jesus' name. And we welcome physically in this place. God's favorite house, Ikoi, Ibejuleki, and of course, we welcome Calabar also. Are they streaming? Calabar is streaming. Okay, God bless Calabar. Amen. Um, if you live at any, the one in your village, you're welcome in Jesus' name. New streams. Okay, <laughs> so let's do that again. New streets, bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, verse 19. It says, for I am about to do something new. I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun because the new streams have already started flowing. I, I mean, I've, I've heard some testimonies that I, my, I'm like, wow. Praise the name of the Lord. But we have not seen anything yet. He says, I have already begun. Do you not see it? Yes, we will. I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will make Rivers in the dry wasteland. And if you are here and it's like, everywhere is, is jammed. I have news for you. Because God is going to make a way. Amen. If you are here and it's a seed, everywhere is dry. I have news for you. God is going to bring about new streams. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Do you receive it? Hallelujah. You see, God wants to do you good. God has your good in mind. God is not against you. And there are some of us that we are feeling, oh, God is against us. Well, if you are on the enemy side, of course, you are the one against God. But God has brought you here for a purpose. And it's, my instructions are pretty clear this morning. 
He's asked me to tell you that he's not against you. Praise the name of the Lord. God is not against you. Trash the contrary thoughts. Everybody say, God is for me. God is on my side. In John 10, 10, John 10, 10, I mean, the Amplified Version, this is the Lord Jesus speaking himself. He says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. He says, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Everyone say overflows. God wants you to have abundant life. So Jesus is not only come for us to have eternal life. And we thank God for eternal life. He's also come for us to have abundant life. He's not only come for us to barely make it to heaven. He's come for us to be the sons of God here on earth. Praise the name of Jesus. So God is on my side. Everybody say God is on my side. Second Corinthians 9, 8. It says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you. Okay, let me rewind that. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessings come in abundance to you. So that you may always, everybody say always. Always. Under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything. Being completely self-sufficient in him. And have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. God wants you to be completely sufficient in him in everything. God doesn't want you to be an appendage to anybody. God doesn't want you to be an appendage to some big man or some big woman. God wants you to be sufficient, to be blessed. Do I get an amen? Amen. And you have to receive that. Don't struggle with it. Don't say, oh, but what if, what if it it doesn't work in my case, it will work in your case. What if it works for a while? As you are going to see today, it's going to work consistently. (laughs) Oh, what if I am such a bad person. Listen, no one is too bad that God cannot help. Likewise, no one is too good that God cannot help. Regardless of how bad you think you are, or how good you think you are, you receive help from above today. In the name of Jesus. And no situation is too bad that God cannot save I know, I know sometimes we look at ourselves and we look at our, our situations and we're like, 
How on earth can this turn around? Listen. God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, will turn it around for your good. No situation is too bad that God cannot save. And no situation is too good that God cannot improve. Even if you feel, oh, I don't need a breakthrough this morning. I have everything. I've eaten three-course meal today. I, I, I came in a private jet uh, in, my, in my helicopter. I packed out the helipad, GFH helipad. And I, I have no issues. <laughs> I have no issues. Listen, listen, listen. God can still take you higher. And he will. In the name of Jesus. But we need to realize, as we've learned over the time, that everything that is visible and physical is preceded by things that are invisible and spiritual. Everything that is visible and physical is preceded by something that is invisible and spiritual. Before something happens in the physical, it's usually settled in the spiritual. And when things are happening in the physical that you want to change, you need to get into the spiritual and change them. And change them. You know, a, a story is coming to me. Maybe I should just share it. You know? Of a classic example. There's one of our pastors here, seated here. Our mom was under attack. Every house that she was in just caught fire. So, she, she's a house, if I remember the sequence well, in Ibadan, just caught fire. And the fire doesn't stop until it finishes the house. She moves to her own mother's house. Is that, is that correct? Is that correct? Okay. She moves to her own mother's house. It caught fire. Burnt, and this is days, not years. Days. Then, then she, she ran to Lagos to meet her daughter, who was one of her pastors. And before you could say Jack Robinson, the house caught fire. Now, listen, listen, listen. I know some, some people have not been schooled in the supernatural. So you think it's just for the spooky people. It's better to learn how to fight before the battle comes. Praise the name of the Lord. It's better to be tooled up before you face your fire than to be running when the fire comes. Because everybody will have to overcome something. Praise the name of the Lord. So with, with a lot of prayer and intercession, God arrested that fire, that housing burned to the ground. And this person moved to some location, some prayer location that had um, accommodation. And guess what? The building in the prayer location caught fire. Physical fire. 
then at that time, <laughs> she brought her mom to the office, to my office, and the church, the pastors, you know, prayer units, you know, everybody was on fire. And by the grace of God, we went to the spiritual and the invisible, and we quenched the fire. And we relocated her into the habitation of the Most High God. And let's see the fire that can catch God's house. And by the grace of God, till today, there's no fire. Glory be to Jesus. You need to realize that the supernatural is so real. In fact, I could ask the pastor to get up because some of you, you're like, wow. That's like James Bond movie. So if you want to fix the visible physical, you have to first address it where? In the invisible supernatural. And the, the, the head, why we, we can make our boast is simple. The, the champion, the head of the supernatural is our king. His name is Jesus. He's the head of all principalities and powers. Colossians 1, 16, 17, 19, and 20. It says, through him, through Christ, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities. Listen, listen. There are thrones, there are kingdoms, there are rulers, there are authorities that you cannot see. And guess what? They influence daily living. Everything was created through through him and for him. He existed before everything else. And he holds all creation together. Who holds all creation together? Jesus holds all creation together. Everything is held together by him. Including the demons, including the angels, including the forces. So, if he says, stop, what happens? It stops. Every affliction in this place today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we command you to stop. That is why they stop. 19. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. 20, come on. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. So the supremacy of Jesus is undisputable. It's in him alone that we live and we move and we have our being. It is at his name that every knee bows. It is at his name that doors open. It is at his name that healings happen. It is at his name that mountains 
four flats and melts. It is at the name of Jesus. So every mountain before you today will fall flat and melt. In the name of Jesus. Every door shut to your face will be opened in the name of Jesus. Because he is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Absolutely and totally. You know, um, someone puts it this way. He tells that. He says that um, Jesus is, is not one of many ways to approach God. Nor is he the best of several ways. So Jesus is the only way, period. Period. Jesus is the only way. And it's either his Lord of all. And you acknowledge his lordship. If you haven't, today you will in the name of Jesus. And the way this God works is this. It takes away the old so that it can establish the new. God is going to take away the old so that it can establish the new. Many times, when God takes away the old, we struggle. We, 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 we feel uncomfortable because we are used to the old. But listen, God is taking away the old so that it can establish the new, and the new is usually better than the old with God. So, if you're excited, it's fine. So, so, so God wants you to know that he's taking away the old. I know you are used to the old. It's your, it's your private pet. It's a teddy bear. But God says you need a new. You need a new experience. So he's saying that I should tell you today that he is taking away the old so that he can establish the new. And you see, the problem usually is not where God is trying to take you or where you are trying to go. The problem is, is usually what we are trying to go with. The problem is not God taking us to the new. The problem is we try to carry everything. <laughs> Have you seen people move houses? They see junk that they have not used for five years. Give it away. Ah, no. Carry it. Do yourself a favor. Set yourself free. Let the old go so that the new can come. Praise the name of the Lord. And the more you keep holding on to the old, the longer you are postponing the new. So, say to your neighbor, let the old go. Let the old go. And sometimes, the old is taken away from us forcefully because God knows that we, we wouldn't have let it go. So, so, he yanks it off. And when he yanks it off, sometimes we are perplexed. And God is saying to you that your future is not in what you have lost or what has been taken from you. Your future is what is in what God is bringing to you. So, if you check, many times we are like, oh, if only my dad was alive. If only 
I had this. Oh, if only I was born in that family. God is saying to you this morning, I am on your side and I am all that you need. Praise the name of the Lord. God is on your side and God is all that you need. Some people here in this place today, God himself is giving you a new name. Praise the name of the Lord. God is giving you a new name. He's giving you a new name. Hallelujah. Now, old is familiar. New is usually unfamiliar. And human beings, we love the familiar. We love the familiar. But God is saying, for you to enter your destiny, you must be comfortable in an unfamiliar terrain. For you to fulfill your destiny, you must be comfortable with the unfamiliar. For you to fulfill your destiny, you must be comfortable with the things that makes you uncomfortable. For you to fulfill your destiny, you must be at peace and at home with uncertainty. Praise the name of the Lord. When God brings the new and you fully embrace the new, you will discover that you are missing nothing from the old. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, when the Lord turned again to the captivity of Zion, we were like them that, that dream. Then was our mouth filled with and our tongue with, with singing. And it is so, so crucial. It's so, so crucial. Praise the name of the Lord. While preparing for this, praying for this meeting, you know, interestingly, <laughs> our babies are crying over there. I was watching and just staying with the Lord and I saw babies crying. I was like, wow, because it's not a good sight. Uh, 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 not that kind of cry. Now, and the scene goes on. You know, the, the kind of scenes that continue maybe three hours after, five hours after. And the baby became one. The babies became one. And was being breastfed. And I felt God saying to me that every cry of my children is going to be met with my breast. In the name of Jesus. Every cry of my children is going to be met with my supply in the name of Jesus. Now, I know that it's like we are drinking from a water hydrant. There's so many things coming at you right now. But release your faith and step into all that God has for you. 
That is on one hand. On the other hand, there are going to be a lot of babies this year. Physical babies. At the end of the year, we will announce the total number. I will contrast it to the previous years. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you excited? There's going to be new streams of fruitfulness. New streams of abundance. New streams of provision. And new streams of peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. So God is always prodding us into the overflow. God is always prodding us into the overflow. And in the overflow, and to experience fully the overflow, particularly in your finances, you have to honor the Lord. You have to honor God. Proverbs 3, 9 to 10. Proverbs 3, 9 to 10 says, honor the Lord with your wealth, which means you'll be wealthy. Say amen. Come on, come on, come on. Now, I'm, I'm tired of Christians trying to explain why they should not be wealthy. You know, I'm, I'm just tired of it. If you don't want to be wealthy, pack your bags and go home now. Praise the Lord. Say, <laughs> so, Pastor, you know, what about heaven? Uh-huh. What has wealth got to do with not going to heaven? Oh, but if, if, if the, the, Jesus says that the, um, the rich is like, the camel enters the eye of the noodle. <laughs> True? But you see, if Jesus had a problem with wealth, it would be inconsistent with the nature of God. Because God is a God of abundance. Every time God had to meet a need, he does over and above. Even when it's not necessary. When it's not necessary. The same God that needed Peter's boat to preach ignored Peter's boat and walked on water. The same God that needed to just feed 5,000 people. He fed 5,000 people. There was too many leftovers. Praise the name of the Lord. Why does he do that? He anoints my head with oil. Why doesn't he stop when my cup gets full? Why doesn't he stop? Because he's a God of what? Of the overflow. Of the overflow. You see, listen. You can't only pray yourself into abundance. You have to give yourself into abundance. Um, when I talk about stuff like this, I say to people, uh, it's what I have I can give you. Peter and John were at the beautiful gate. And the man was blind. And he asked for money. And, well, they didn't have money or they felt they had something more precious than money that it would be more useful for the man. So they said to, to the man, silver and gold I have none. That which I have, I give unto you. It is what, you can't give what you don't have. 
Praise the name of the Lord. The world can outparty us. The world can outsin us. The world can out-entertain us. But the world should never outgive us. The church should be the greatest givers on earth. Through the church, we should eradicate poverty. Really and truly. I'm not talking about mouthing it. I'm talking about people actually getting out of poverty. Through the church. It comes by honoring God. Listen, if you are on transgenerational wealth, you can't understand what I'm saying. Because you don't know how it is to make wealth for yourself. If you are on transgenerational wealth, what will happen? A time will come when uh, daddy and mommy will not be there again. So you will have to make wealth for yourself. Then you will need these things I'm teaching you. Praise the name of the Lord. That's the first thing. Second thing is, you need to guard your heart. You need to guard your heart. I was like, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, Out of your heart flows the streams of life. Out of it flows the streams of life. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. If your heart is right, your future is bright. If your heart is right, your future is bright. Guard your heart. There are things that will try and pollute your heart. There are things that will try and contaminate your heart. Guard your heart. Hallelujah. There are things that will try and put fear in your heart. Guard your heart. There are things that will try and put doubt in your heart. Guard your heart. There are things that will try and put division in your heart. Guard your heart. Because out of it flows the the streams of life. Now, we are changing gears where if you look at the word streams, or stream or streams in the, the plural, it means a continuous flow of water. It means a continuous flow of water. That's the stream. That's the stream. And the key work there is continuous. Now listen to me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your streams will be continuous. There are some people's lives, it's not that they don't have certain form of streams, but the streams are intermittent. They, they, they are seasonal. They, 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 they dry up at certain time. Then they flow at certain time, and they dry up at certain time. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your streams will not be intermittent again. Your streams will be consistent in the mighty name of Jesus. Streams bring value. Streams bring life. Your life will bring value. 
Your life will bring life to people. Streams change cultures. Streams are, are the crucibles of civilization. Major civilizations started by rivers. Because of the new streams in your life, value will be added to your generation. In the name of Jesus. So there are two main things about a stream. Since we are going to flow in new streams, we need to know them. Two main things about a stream. A stream should have a source and a stream should have an outlet. A stream should have a source and an outlet. A stream that has a source and doesn't have an outlet it's going to be trouble. It's just like someone that is eating and cannot go to the bathroom. There's going to be a problem. Praise the name of the Lord. So, a stream that doesn't have an outlet will become stale. Like the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea, you know very well, takes water from the Sea of Galilee through Jordan and keeps everything. Sits on everything. Cans everything. Then life cannot grow in the Dead Sea. Life cannot even exist in the Dead Sea. Why? Because the Dead Sea is, is, is a dead end for God's blessings. The Dead Sea is, is, is a dead end. You are going to have streams of financial flow in the name of Jesus. You must create healthy outlets. Because it is the outlets that ensures the freshness of the stream. It is the outlet that ensures what? The freshness of the stream. And sometimes the enemy knows that, obviously, the enemy knows that sometimes he tries to block, to book, put a blockade in the, in the stream. He tries to put a, a barrier or a dam to, to, to stop the, the flow of, of the stream for selfish reasons. Man has done it for years to, to create electricity. They will just stop the stream and they mess up the whole, the whole ecosystem and all that stuff. But Every dam that the enemy tries to put in your life will crumble. In the name of Jesus. Every dam that the enemy tries to put in your stream, your stream will swallow up and dissolve in the mighty name of Jesus. Outlets are crucial for flow to continue. In John 7, 38, Jesus was speaking to the crowd. And he says, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living waters, streams of living waters, will flow from within them. They are going to be outlets of my expressions, outlets of my spirit. 
because he was actually talking about the Holy Spirit, outlet of my life. So, spiritually, because you are going to have new streams flowing into your life spiritually, you have to, you need to have deliberate outlets spiritually. Where are my spiritual outlets? If you have no spiritual outlets, you'll be constipated. If you have no spiritual outlet, you'll be stale. If you, the person that has no spiritual outlet eventually will not be able to keep spiritual life. God is not anointing you so that you can be blessed and your family and you lock the gates and, and, and put the blessing in the box. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. My brother, my sister. God is anointing you so that you can be an outlet to reach other people. So, the question is, who is spiritually better because of me? Ask yourself that question. Who is spiritually better today because of me? Because I'm on earth, who who are those that are getting spiritual nourishment? Where are my spiritual outlets? If you are in church, you are not serving you don't have any outlet. You're not a life group leader. There's no one you're teaching. There's no one you're discipling. There's no one you are helping in the things of God. That has to change. It has to change. Why? Because your life has to be fresh. Say amen. amen. Your life has to be what? Your life has to be fresh. Totally. Totally fresh. Ask yourself. Financially, who is financially better because of me today? Ask yourself. Who is financially better because of me? If you can't answer that, you need to do something very quickly. Why? Because if you don't have an outlet, after a while, heaven will channel it somewhere else. If you insist that so people, I heard people say that, oh, I want to reach a certain cap before I begin to, to give and be generous. So, so, so what they are saying is that everything God is giving them, they want to sit on it, sit on it, sit on it, until it gets to a certain level. Hey, then they can be generous. Guess what? If you are not faithful in little, you will not be faithful in much. The same trick that worked on you while you were little will work on you while you were big. If you eventually become big. The life that becomes really useful to God is a life that is consistently generous. Everybody say consistently generous. Who is emotionally better because of me? Who is emotionally better? Because of me, who is psychologically better? Who is intellectually better because of me? So, are the people connected to you better off for it? Or are they worse off? Or neutral? They are not better off. They are not worse off. You can't tell. You don't even know where it is. <laughs> Check. You're, you're married. Can your, your husband say that my life is better off because I've married you? Or can your wife say my life is better off because I've married you? Or they say we are still watching. <laughs> and it's 20 years after. <laughs> 
and we are still watching it. It's good to still watch it one year, two years. But you need to start delivering value very fast. Praise the name of the Lord. So, a stream should have a source and an outlet. So, that, so we took the outlets first. So, so let's, let's come to the source. A stream must have a source. Rivers and streams begin at high points. Mountains, lakes, or it could be underground water sources, springs. Called the source and flows down. Everyone say down. The stream always flows. It may look level, but if you check, there's some slope towards another body of water. A stream always flows down towards another level of water. So once the stream is flowing, it's looking for an outlet. Why? Because a stream is blessed to be blessed. A stream is not blessed for myself. So, the stream flows from the source and spiritual blessings. It's like a stream. In fact, the Bible described it like a stream in Hebrews 7, 7. Hebrews 7, 7. It says, and without a doubt, the lesser is blessed by the greater. So, go, so God is saying the spiritual blessings also flow from top down. It flows from High to low. Physics calls it potential difference. Power flows from high potential to low potential. That's how you can have electricity. Because there has to be potential difference before the electrons can move. It's the difference, actually, that forces the movement. Praise the name of the Lord. So, blessings are spiritual streams. And today, you will receive from the source of the highest in the name of Jesus. Once you understand the outlet and the source, your life becomes easier. The source, number one, it is the source that creates the stream. And that's what, that's what we have been saying. It is the source that creates the, the, the stream. So, it is the source that creates the stream, not the other way around. It is God that determines our flow. We don't determine God's happiness. We don't determine his flow. It's easy to say, bless the Lord, O my soul. But we really cannot bless God. It's God that can bless us because blessings like streams flow from a high potential to a low potential. So a stream that forgets its source will what? Will dry up. A stream that forgets its source will dry up. That's why some people are, are, that's the story of their lives. Dryness. They're filled with dryness, but God has brought you here for a purpose. You'll be connected to the source of the highest in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Deuteronomy 8, 7 to 11, you can write it down and read it when you get home. God was saying to the Jews, in essence, when your wealth increases, when you become big, remember the Lord your God. Don't forget the Lord your God. Remember your source. Remember your source. Forgetting your source is asking to be cut off. Praise the name of the Lord. So it is the source that creates the stream, not the other way around. Number two, it is the source that creates the flow or the current of the stream. It is the source that creates the current and the flow of the, of the stream. So the flow and the current is what makes a stream a stream. What makes a stream a stream is because it's, it's streaming now, right? It's because it's flowing. And it is the source that determines it. God of heaven will determine your current and your flow in the name of Jesus. So the higher and the stronger the source in the case of a spring, the stronger the flow and the current. And today, you are going to be anointed from the highest and strongest source in the name of Jesus. Today, you are going to be anointed from the highest and strongest source. So your flow will be consistently strong in the mighty name of Jesus. So it is the source that creates the stream. It is the source that creates the flow. A stream that forgets its source will lose its flow and dry up. If this looks like the story of your life, I pray that it will be reversed today. You will not lose your flow and you will not dry up. You know, people have come and say, oh, pastor, what's the secret of freshness? What's the secret of, you know, here you go. What's the secret of this? You always have abundance by the grace of God, spiritually, materially. What's the secret? Here you go. Source outlet. Source creates the stream. Source creates the flow. Number three, it is the source that creates the taste. It is the source that creates the taste of the stream. It is the source that creates the taste. I know it's like we are drinking from a water hydrant. Don't worry. You just need a word from God. Just one word. And we change the whole situation. Praise the name of the Lord. So, if, if you don't... If you look at James... Um, James 1... James 3, sorry. 11. James 3, 11. It says, Does a spring bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives? Or... A grapevine produce figs? Says no. Says you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. 
if the salt, if the sauce is salty, the taste will be salty. If the sauce is fresh, the taste would be fresh. So if you don't like the sauce, the, the taste, check the sauce. If you don't like the taste of your life, check the sauce. Check the sauce. Check the sauce. There's a story in 2 Kings 9, 19 to 20. It says, one day the leaders of the town of Jericho visited Elisha. We have a problem, my Lord. We have, we, they, they, they told him, this town is located in pleasant surroundings, as you can see. But the water is bad. And the land is unproductive. If the water is bad, if the stream is bad, the land will be unfruitful. I pray in the name of Jesus that the streams of your body will be healed. I pray that the streams of your finances will be healed. I pray that the streams even of your mind will be healed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Elisha said, bring a new bowl with salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring that supplied the water. This town with water. He went to the source and threw salt into it and said, this is what the Lord says. I have purified this water. It will no longer cause death or infertility. And the water remained pure ever since, just as Elisha said. Those of us that have had unpleasantly tasting streams, God will heal the source today in the name of Jesus. God will take away the barriers and heal the source. So God wants to do amazingly new things. He wants to break forth with new streams. But some of us, our lives have been successfully withheld. Our streams have been dry. Some of us, our source is even completely wrong. Completely wrong. So what is coming from it is not pleasant. And the life is not fruitful. God is going to change all that today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. Oh, God is going to change that today. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. And the God of the heaven and the earth will change your story. You're like, Pastor, that is me. The source of my life needs to be right. I need to surrender to Jesus. I have never given my life to Jesus. Or I used to be born again. But I messed up the sauce. Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you. 
The barriers of my life needs to be taken out. Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you. The dryness needs to come to an end. Can you pray with me? If that is you, wherever you are seated, put up your hand now over your head. Quickly, I will pray together. God bless you. I put up your hand, put up your hand well. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Keep the hands up. God bless you. God bless you. Keep the, keep the hands up. I need you to keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. God bless you. In the overflow. In the overflow, keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. Yes, God bless you. Even if you have a card, keep the hands up. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. The dryness needs to come to an end. The dryness needs to come to an end. The source is wrong. You need to change to the source of the most high. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Ushers, that corner, God bless you. That is me. Keep the hands up. If you have, your hands are up, you don't have a card. Wave your hand. There's a hand there. There's another hand there. There's another hand there. There's another hand right, right here in front. You don't have a card. There's another hand right there in that corner. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. God bless you, man. God bless you, man. There's another hand right there. God bless you. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. The rest of us, let's, let's begin to pray in tongues. Come on. If you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, let's begin to pray. Let's begin to intercede for our brothers and our sisters. That is me. Keep the hands up. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. Pray with me. The sauce is the problem. If you don't like the taste, God bless you. You need to change the sauce. God bless you. If you don't like the taste, you need to change the sauce. God bless you. Put up that hand. God bless you. If you don't like the taste, you need to change the sauce. You need to change the sauce. You're saying, Pastor, I want to change my sauce today. I want to connect to the source of life, to Jesus. The governor of the heavens and the earth. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. That is me. I have the card. If you have the card, I want to get up on your feet wherever you are and come forward to the altar. Come to the altar. That is me. Get up. Get up. Get up. Ushers, please help them. Their neighbors, please make room for them. Make room for them. Get up. At the overflow, get up and come. Get up and come. They are waiting for you. Jesus is waiting for you. Jesus is waiting for you. He's right here with us. He's waiting for you. He wants to change the story of your life. Jesus wants to change the story of your life. Get up and come. Get up and come. In the name of Jesus. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up and come. From the overflow, keep coming, keep coming. Ushers, please help them. Right there at the corner. Ushers, help the people you gave the cards to. Help them, help them. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. From that corner, God bless you. Get up. From the overflow, get up. Get up and come. Get up and come. I'm coming to Jesus today. I'm surrendering my life. I want to change my sauce. I'm coming. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Get up. Get up. Get up. You can't be sitting there. God bless you. You can't be sitting there. You can't be. God bless you, my sister. You can't be sitting there. Get up and come. Get up. Get up. Get up. We are waiting for you. We are waiting for you. Oh, goodbye, world.
Jesus, matchless name, we are praised. 